0: Welcome to Mythology Breakdown, the podcast where two people who know nothing about mythology teach you about mythology, legends, folklores, and tales from around the world. My name is Cece.
1: Now I'm Tony,
0: and I'm super excited for today's episode. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> we are gonna be talking about
0: fairies. Fairies. We're doing something a little bit different today. <clears throat> we're instead of we're gonna take a break from some gods, and we're going to explore part of the world of fairies. Honestly, we could do episodes upon episodes and episodes of fairies, and I'm sure we will. We'll come back to this subject. Today, we're kind of just going to give you some background on fairies and Tony's going to be talking about a couple of different types of fairies that you wouldn't normally think as fairies. Um, So in terms of trigger warnings, I have a tick disorder. So if you're sensitive to ticks, be cautious. We are not video recording today because we still can't figure out how to get that to work on our setup. If you know how to do that, please message us because I have no idea what I'm doing please <laughs> um, and then in terms of actual content today, we're gonna start off very much so family friendly I mean this is a this is probably a great episode to listen to with your kids later on when Tony kind of goes into some alternatives to fairies it will potentially get a little bit darker but um, they, I don't think there's anything too bad for kids, right? It
1: shouldn't be too bad, but... But if, just show
0: some <clears> caution. <throat> it depends on how you...
1: If you have a good, like, visual... Like, you can imagine things really well with your brain. There are some imageries in here that would probably scare, scare you. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's why we just want to make sure that you're being cautious when you get to the later part of this episode. And we will have a warning before that starts, just in case you are listening with little kids... Or young children. Hello, young children. Hello. Hi, mom. Hope you're listening with your, the, with the kids. I know you like fairies. You can't see me waving at you, but I'm waving at you right now. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm gonna start us off today. This probably won't be as long as our other episodes, but I feel like we say that and then they all they end, end up, up being, being really long.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So fairies, spelled F-A-I-R-I-E-S is the most common, you know, knowledge that we have today, at least in the Americas. If it's different around the world, please tell me. I want to know. I want to know all about around the world. Um, But other names for fairies include fairies with an F-A-E-R-I-E-S, fae, pixies, and sprites. And there are a little bit of differences between these definitions, You know, the fairies that we know and love today are most often seen as good fairies. Fairies with an E are often um, the darker types of fairies. Pixies are, you know, smaller than fairies. They're very territorial. Sprites are very insect-like. And um, they're European. And uh, honestly, a lot of fairy stuff comes from Europe, especially the Ireland... Celtic area. Is it Celtic or Celtic? It's Celtic. Celtic.
1: You did a good job. And then you ruined it. <laughs> it's Irish, Celtic, and Welsh.
0: Yeah. Is so where, that,
1: mainly where they come from.
0: Um, lots of those areas are where you actually get a lot of fairies. Um, other types of fairies, types include elves, banshees, brownies, goblins, leprechauns, they. And I was gonna try and be clever here and put a Pokemon in that was a fairy type, but I couldn't remember any fairy type Pokemon. Are you
1: freaking kidding me, Celebi? And Celebi. <laughs> She's literally a sprite. She's like a small insect creature.
0: Well, you know what? I I I don't know Pokemon. That you much. know
1: what, Cameron? If you're listening, you need to talk poopy about your sister next time you see her. <laughs>
0: what the heck? Cameron, what's, er, what's your favorite fairy type Pokemon?
1: My favorite fairy type? I don't know. It would probably be one of the Evu- the evolution.
0: Uh You can't even know the name of the fairy oh Listen,
1: you're putting me on the spot here, man. Huh.
0: But yeah, you're judging me because I can't think of a single fairy off the top of my head. From Pokemon.
1: Well, there's... <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. I'm
0: sorry, our cat just jumped up and tried to hang from the uh, curtain rod.
1: Let's not do that. Let's not ruin our setup. Uh, well, there's Whimsicott, there's uh, Togekiss, Togepi.
0: All right, I'm sure everyone's turned off the episode by now. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, other types of fairies that aren't necessarily considered fair- like uh, like necessarily thought of as fairies include satyrs, nymphs, valkyries, gnomes, sylphs, and dwarves. I Hmm. did not look up what a sylph was, but I know what all the rest of them were. Satyrs are half human, half goat. They normally have goat legs. Mm -hmm. See Grover from Percy Jackson is a really good example. Um, Nymphs are normally water creatures. Valkyries, I have no idea what they are.
1: Are Are you kidding me?
0: Not like... I know what they are in Thor.
1: It, that's literally what they are.
0: Like warriors?
1: Yes. Huh. Warrior women.
0: Fairy fairy warriors, heard.
1: Fairies are typically women, believe it or not.
0: Gnomes, which actually have a super dark history, um, which I just learned from Morbid <laughs> in the podcast, which they'll never hear this, but... Yeah, yeah. I'll continue shouting them until one day they shout me back.
1: And wine and crime, and... And, the and... and. So, um,
0: like I said, nymphs are often water sprites, or naiads, like in Greek mythology. Yep. They are water spirits. So, just really quick, some warnings when it comes to fairies. Fairies are very territorial creatures. Ignore the cats and the dog. They're being super obnoxious today. So, fairies are very territorial. They... You can, you can tell where a fairy lives because they have what's known as fairy circles, which are um, a circular... A, circular. Whoa, circular, and they're normally made out of stones or mushrooms or something like that, and it's an almost perfect circle. And it's said that if you step inside this circle, the fairies don't like that. Hmm. Um, but you can approach these circles in an attempt to get a gift from the fairies. So um, if you do a ritual, which I didn't go into, if you do the certain ritual correctly and you enter in the circle, you can have get married or have children if you're struggling with that. Um, musicians actually during a pagan festival could be given talent. So like if musicians approach fairy circles during the certain festival, which I think I talk about later, um, let's see. Boop, boop, boop. Beltane.
1: Beltang.
0: Which is a fairy festival. Oh,
1: Beltang. I, mean,
0: that might, I might be mixing up my festivals. But anyway, it is a pagan festival that musicians can gain favor from the fairies. Athena! She's playing with a string. Hello. <laughs>
1: uh, our animals hate us.
0: <laughs> um, so like I said earlier, fae are commonly European. Um, today we see them as small, winged, human-like creatures. Right. They, you know, they have wings, they look like humans, they're very small and dainty. I mean, when I think of fairy, the first thing I think of is Tinkerbell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have been thinking about it when you were explaining all the different types of fairies and Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, I know you haven't seen Game of Thrones, But there's, like, these wood elf people who live in... Like dryads? Basically. And they're, like, the the children of the forest. And they kind of resemble fairies.
0: Hmm. Like modern-day fairies?
1: Uh, I would say modern-day fairies. Like, they can do, like, curses and um, gifts and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I mean, they're the ones that started Well, the whole... a lot of
0: woodland creatures in mythology have gifts. Oh, yeah. Not just fairies.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, so that's what they look like today. I mean, I see Tinkerbell. You see some weird creatures from Game of Thrones.
1: You know what? While we're talking about this, I'm going to pull up a picture okay, of them. Okay, pull so up you a picture. Can...
0: But traditionally, fairies were either seen as tall, radiant, angelic beings or very small, wizened trolls. Not at all what you think of when you think of fairies. Except for when I think tall radiant angelic fairy, I think of the blue fairy from Pinocchio. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, I think so. Um
0: So, fairies are super mischievous. They tend to get into things. They tend to be full of malice even when there's really no reason to be and oh okay yeah no that makes sense from from a it's more of a traditional fairy definition we'll post this picture on the Instagram that means you need to save the picture yeah um so and you want to be cautious with fairies when you make a deal with fairies you want to make sure you're very clear and precise in what you say because fairies will trick you they will say oh well you didn't specify it clearly enough it's like uh you can have your one wish but kind of situation you can have a car but it won't have an engine
1: yeah it's kind of like a genie <clears throat> you ask for a wish and they'll spin it depending on how you say it like yeah I wish so for... you just have
0: to be super careful when it comes to fairies yeah um however you can defend yourself against fairies the most common defense is iron. And this actually was backed up by actual history.
1: Yeah, I was reading last night. There were a couple of uh, like tales written whew, hundreds of years ago, like seventeen hundreds, late eighteen into early nineteen hundreds. Like it was crazy.
0: Well, no. I, well, I mean, there's there's more than that. There was. Apparently I didn't freaking write it down. Why do I always do these
1: things? Because you write notes. (laughs) But
0: basically, from the Stone Age, there was a bunch of stone arrowheads everywhere in Europe. Hmm. And so um, when people discovered these stone arrow tips, they assumed that... It was an attempt to fight the fairies, but the stones didn't work. And basically there was lots of mis... Like, you know, because they didn't have science back then. Right. So they just assumed that the stones were the fairies' weapon of choice and the iron would work against them. Hmm. And that's super interesting. I wish I would have delved more into that. I'm really upset that I didn't. There's a lot of things that I wanted to delve into more that I just didn't get around to. (laughs) We've been working a ton, and it's also been like a week and a half since we've recorded. I'm way out of it today. I'm sure you guys can tell.
1: It's been about two weeks since we've recorded. Yeah. We recorded before Easter. We recorded two episodes.
0: Yeah, so it's been like a week.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, so one of the most common fairy myths is the story of changelings. And, I mean, just a brief warning... Changelings are a little creepy. So if you don't like this, skip ahead like a minute, maybe two. Um, So changelings are said to be fairy type beings that replace a like a child, a young child. Right. And you can tell that a changeling is a changeling because the changeling will appear to be very sickly, will kind of look and act different than the child. And I think the only way to get rid of a changeling is to like leave them outside by a tree and hope that your child is returned while they're out there. Dang. There are actual instances of people killing other people and getting away with it because they claim that it was a changeling. Wow. Yeah, changelings are freaking weird because I mean they just they'll appear in the middle of the night. You have if you don't protect your house and they'll just swap out your child for a changeling. And the changeling will be mm, crazy. Yeah. All right. Back to happy stuff. Um, so, fairies didn't have wings until the Common Era. I mean, that, in the Victorian era, is when they really started developing wings. Right. Because, um, I mean, a lot of these stories, you know, the changelings, um, what else did I talk about? Banshees, goblins, leprechauns, satyrs. I mean, none of those things have wings. No. And they're way older than the modern interpretation of fairies. Oh, yeah. So it's just that was an interesting fact to me. Um, Common fairy traits include green eyes and biting.
1: Green eyes and biting.
0: I, I found it so funny. I had to include it because it was literally a sentence on mythicalcreaturesguide.com. Common fairy traits are green eyes and biting. Hmm. I don't know how those have anything to do with each other, but they do. Um.
1: <laughs> green eyes and biting.
0: Green eyes and biting. <laughs> um, fairies cannot lie. They can... Trick you, they can be deceitful, but they cannot outright lie. Right? right. So if, I mean, I mean that's the best way to trap a cherry, tra-
1: trap. Trap a cherry. Trap. Trap a fairy.
0: <laughs> the trap a fairy is to catch them in a lie, or it's to try and get them to lie because they can't. So I mean, you can start twisting their words around and go back at them, and yeah, um, and they don't like being told thank you. They prefer to be given gifts of remembrance. So, like, I remember you, so I'm going to give you this gift instead of saying thank you. Because thank you is just words to them.
1: Dang. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I found that super interesting. Page flip.
1: Page flip.
0: So, fairy belief is actually still super strong in Ireland today. Oh, yeah. There are protections against Ireland is crazy.
1: No, no, no. I'm Irish, jerk face.
0: I want, no, I I love it. I want to go to Ireland so bad, but the Ireland, Irish people, I feel like, every time I, like, isn't this, is it Ireland or Scotland that the national animal is a
1: unicorn? I don't know. I think, <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's one of the two, and I've known that for like 15 years. No, 10 years. Hey,
1: uh, kind of sidetrack, we we want to go places, so if you donate to our Patreon or buy our merch, then that'll pay for us to uh, not only upgrade our system, but we can go to the source and learn more for you guys.
0: Yes. I, I, I plan on someday, you know, as we are able to travel and tour more, doing... Like, like vlogs, like, yeah, like live vlogs, like, um, there, I mean, there are even things around here, like the Witch's Castle down in Portland. I don't think we've told them where we are, so I'm just going to leave it at that, that way people don't come finding us. Well,
1: there's Portland, Maine, there's Portland, Oregon, Oregon. I will,
0: I will say that. There's a little witch castle in Portland, Oregon, in the middle of a forest that I've never been to, but maybe one day we'll go and we'll... Tell you guys all about it. Tell you guys the mythology behind it and the history behind it.
1: There's also a shrine to Anubis in Oregon as well.
0: I did not know that. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I, I, mean,
0: I mean, we're just, I mean, we, we love to travel. And this is something that we would love to do. So, anyway, back to the task at hand. Leprechauns are the most well-known types of fairies, even though they're not considered fairies. Shrine to Anubis, Oregon.
1: Deep, oh, it's in Damascus. Deep in the woods near Damascus, Oregon, sits the temple of Oculus Anubis. This sinister place is shrouded in mystery and has been rumored to be a cult gathering site. Many Oregonians have even gone so far as to call it the creepiest place in Oregon. I want to go. We're going. <laughs> call out. You have no um, a more. <laughs> so
0: I actually was able to find the origins of fairies. Same. Oh.
1: But go for it. I didn't read it because... Okay. You told me to do creepy stuff, so I did creepy <laughs> stuff, not origin stuff.
0: So the origins of fairies come from a tribe of Irish, essentially gods, called the Tuatha de Danon. And I probably just mispronounced that really bad, but we're going to ignore that I did. <laughs> so the Tuatha de, de Danon were, like I said, Irish gods. And eventually they evolved into the Seed or city.
1: How does it how spelled?
0: S-I-D-H-E.
1: Yeah, there's she, seed, seed, and day. I have that actually written right here. Oh. It's an otherworldly realm.
0: Well, yeah, so the being, like, the Tuatha De Non or D-Day-Non, became people of the mountains, the day. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the same, we have similar things. Um, oh, I found my Iron Age stuff.
1: Oh my goodness, okay.
0: Um, oh, wait, no, I found my Iron Age stuff and not my Stone Age stuff. I never read on my Stone Age stuff. Um, so these people of the mound became fairy mounds. And we actually discovered that these fairy mounds were actually Iron Age ring forts from the Iron Age. Mm-hmm. But once again, they didn't know science, so they couldn't be like, makes sense. They were like fairies. Because back then, everything was supernatural. You know? you you sneezed unexpectedly you're probably cursed
1: like actually in Greek times the sneeze was actually an involuntary movement of the gods they actually people in uh, ancient Greece actually believed that if you sneezed it was the gods blessing you with something that's hmm. why a lot of people nowadays go bless you
0: interesting yeah that's and I actually did not know that yeah.
1: That's what Um, happens when you play Assassin's Creed Odyssey too much. (laughs) 46 hours.
0: (laughs) So I think I mentioned it earlier, the pagan celebration of Beltane. And that is a day in these cultures that the veil between the Fae and our world is like at its thinnest. Hmm. So this would be the time when you would approach the fairies and ask them for things, when you would be able to communicate with them easier. Because it's really difficult to actually see fairies. Um, The only two ways besides this are to wash your eyes with marigold water. Right. And... um, Sitting under a full moon in a grove with ash, oak, and thorn trees, which is really specific. Yeah. And I wonder where these places actually existed.
1: Well, we can look it up later. Yes, we can. Explain it in like in a, in a special episode of our Patreon.
0: So, fairies are associated <laughs> with magical underground taverns. And entering the Earth could land you in a fairy realm. 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 Apparently I'm Southern now. Oh, boy. Oh,
1: boy. We're going to a realm. Sorry, all of our listeners down in Texas. We're not making fun of you. I promise.
0: (laughs) Um... So, landing you in the fairy realm is really dangerous because that's where the fairies are at. They're most powerful, obviously. Well, yeah. Did You never read Fablehaven, did you? mm Oh, so good.
1: I'm sorry I don't read.
0: No, Fablehaven is fantastic. It's this novel by Brandon Mole. My dad got me reading the first one when I was a small child. Like, not small child. I, I was like 10. And it's all about... These two grandkids that go to their grandparents' house, and their grandparents own a magical, like, farm, basically. And there's, like, fairies floating everywhere, and the only way to see these magical creatures is to drink the special kind of milk from a special kind of cow. But it's just super interesting, and they go to fairy realms, and I just love it. I just love it.
1: Ooh, what is that movie... With the uh, the eye thing to where you can see all the little creatures and
0: oh 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 Spiderwick Chronicles yeah that's it Spiderwick Chronicles that's I that movie's that. actually
1: about goblins which I mean Athena
0: our cats are killing <laughs> me climb today
1: things man uh but no it's literally about goblins and yeah I've seen Spiderwick like, fair, Chronicles. it's so freaking cool
0: we used to get we used to get random books in the mail. Like, just free books. And we got the same Spiderwick Chronicle book, like, four or five times. Alright, well, now that we've dealt with um, animals, because they were driving me absolutely crazy.
1: Yeah. I just had to cut out a good two minutes of dealing with animals. And, yeah. Okay. (sighs)
0: So, fairy realms. Very scary. Very beautiful. But very scary. One day in a fairy realm is equivalent to seven years in the human world. Dang, okay. So you can enter the fairy realm and that's what's so tricky about fairies, is you can enter them, ask them for something, and they can give it to you. But then when you leave, the whole world is different than when you left a day earlier. Hmm. So, I mean that's 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 why you gotta be very careful when you're dealing with fairies. Um we talked about changelings. Oh, protections against a- changelings include iron and salt. Yep. Iron. Um.
1: So, yeah, they're literally spirits. Because in Supernatural, they use iron and salt to keep spirits away. The ghosts away.
0: Beans!
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of Cece's new ticks. She screams beans. And it's nice. It's funny. Ah!
0: I also just scream.
1: Yes, that too.
0: So, fairies, the first suspected recordings of fairies actually come from cave times. They found, and I'll have to, oh, that's what I should have done for our teaser pick. There are pictures of fairies, or, you know, drawings in caves that can be considered depictions of fairies. Very Dang. interesting. We'll include that on the Instagram as well.
1: Yeah, that kind of excites me.
0: <laughs> yes, But the first literature is seen in the late 1300s. I could not find an exact, you know, place. I'm sure I could if I did some more research and stuff. Um, I just didn't get into it. I figure, like I said, we'll come back to this subject multiple times. Um, So lastly, I just wanted to talk about some famous fairies of today. Like I mentioned earlier, you've got Tinkerbell. And there are a couple of different depictions of Tinkerbell that I wanted to discuss and kind of how they change over time. And so you can see, because Peter Pan was actually first written in 1911. Hmm. And Tinkerbell in that story is a lot more spiteful.
1: Right. I I remember hearing stories about that.
0: She... Um, so the thing about fairies in J.M. Berry's universe is they can only, and actually commonly in mythology, fairies can only feel one emotion at a time. So, when they're angry, that's all they can feel. When they're happy, that's all they can feel. So, basically, they just get these big moods for tiny little people. Does that mean Tinkerbell is, like, basically the size of a light? She's just teensy tiny. Yeah. And, um... You know, then when the 1950s movie came out of Peter Pan, the Disney cartoon, it was, um, you know, she was still seen as kind of mischievous, but she, you could tell that she had complex feelings and more personality. And um, then modern day depictions of Tinkerbell, I mean, she is a whole fleshed out person. I mean, think of the Tinkerbell movies that Disney released. Yeah. I mean, she is... Wholly different from the original 1911 story or 1904. Yeah, it's one of the two. It's 100 years old. Yeah. Um. Uh. Other another fairy is Puck from *Midsummer's Night Dream*, which I don't know much about because I don't know Shakespeare that well. Please don't <sighs> yell at me, Susan. Do you know Puck?
1: I I've heard of Puck. Then again, I was also in *Shakespeare Shattered*, and there was a lot of stuff. In there relating to a lot of different Shakespearean.
0: I assistant directed novels. Shakespeare Shattered, and I, I. But honestly, the only thing that I can think of right now is that episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where they do the Midsummer Night Dream.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, another one of my favorite fairies that's not actually necessarily considered a fairy is Morgan Le Fay from the story of King Arthur. She's a character in Camelot, which is a show that I did a long time ago, and I just love her. She is a sorceress, you know. That's another thing, is that sorceresses and fairies work tandem. Think about Maleficent and the three um, fairies from Sleeping Beauty, Fauna, okay. and Merryweather. Yeah. I mean, technically, Maleficent is a fairy as well, but she's called a sorceress because she's evil. Right. Which I just found interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is Cosmo and Wanda, oh. <laughs> because everyone loves Cosmo and Wanda. Oh yeah, from Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. But I mean, they're you know small, winged, magical.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's all I really got for today. Um, why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll come back. And when we come back, we'll be looking into some of the more unsavory sides of. Fairies, Not necessarily bad. Tony, do you want to give us a brief overview?
1: So, like I said earlier in the episode, uh, if you have a fairly good imagination, there are some explanations that are probably going to irk you and uh, make it uncomfortable. When I was researching this last night, it made me a little bit uncomfortable imagining the look of a banshee, which I'm going to be talking about, or the look of elves uh, like just in my brain because I mean I've seen banshees I've seen elves and I've seen goblins in movies and TV shows but it was it's just off-putting imagining what they should look like versus what they do in the media yeah so that's the only warning that I have
0: yeah so uh, when we come back you know we'll we'll discuss all of those things and um, yeah Perfect. Good night. Yeah, have a good break. Have a, have a good night. Have a good night. We're done. We're done.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Mythology Breakdown. We took a nice little break. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was three oh minutes for us, but it was 15 seconds for you guys. <laughs> Okay, so, like I said before the break, uh, there are going to be some things that I worry about mentally. But, I mean... I just, guess we'll see how... Just bear it,
0: with us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look at some nicer fairies in our next fairy episode, I promise. Yeah. We just wanted to kind of look at, like, these things are fairies, but aren't considered fairies. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, like I said, I'm going to be talking about banshees, elves, and goblins. Uh, They're the type of fairies, F-A-E-R-I-E-S. Actually, banshees weren't technically bad. No, I was reading about it last night and, you know, of course, writing everything down. Uh, Originally in Irish literature, banshee actually means woman, of fairy mound, which is what
0: we talked about, what
1: you talked about a little bit ago. Uh, or just simply as fairy woman. Uh, Ban actually meaning woman, which I thought was pretty cool. It's weird. Uh, The various spelling or pronunciation of the word fairy mound referred to the otherworldly realm, like what you were talking about earlier, uh, which the Irish referred to as she, seed, seed and seed hay, or however you pronounce it. Uh, It was only later in Irish and Scottish Gaelic folklore traditions that Banshee came to mean a female wraith or spirit whose keening presages the death of people in the household. Or persons in the household. Mm -hmm. Uh, This banshee was tied to a person or family, sort of like an attendant fairy. Mm -hmm. Uh, She, or the banshee, only foretells the pending death of a person, unlike the Breton fairy woman, Corrigan. Uh, I don't have any information on the Corrigan.
0: Breton. It's, where is that?
1: Uh, I'm actually not too sure. I guess I'll figure that out later. <laughs> uh, the Banshee doesn't cause a person's death with her power or curse. According to the Irish poet Yeats, yeet, yeet. Uh, <laughs> ah! Banshee was sometimes accompanied by the doulahan a headless fairy coachman. It is also sometimes believed that on these occasions, the Banshee is also headless. That's why I said... Weird imagery.
0: Trigger warning. Um, sometimes banshees are shown as carrying around bowls full of blood with their own head in it.
1: Yep. Uh, I, I kept that out for a reason. <laughs> well, I, I said trigger warning. <laughs> it has been reported in 1807 that one headless banshee had frightened to death two centuries stationed at James Park in London centuries are military people by the way they weren't known as military people back in like 1800 especially not in france uh what
0: that, what what does france have to do with anything that we're talking about
1: well they uh, london london is James not france Park. london france london <laughs> <Okay>. england <laughs> i'm a i'm an idiot okay i just stopped myself from cursing because this is supposed to be a child's episode Uh, The Banshee was sometimes seen as a young, fair woman, especially in Irish texts, while other sources from Scottish tradition described her as an old hag. Rude. Right? (laughs) God, Scots. (laughs) Uh, Although her description varied, what is common in both traditions was that the Banshee had long, unbound hair dressed in white, though sometimes she was seen dressed in a gray cloak over a green dress. That is ugly.
0: No, it does. No, it's not.
1: A gray cloak over a green dress. I
0: can see how it would be pretty.
1: I mean, I'm thinking like emerald green and like a really nasty, dirty gray. Like, that's gross.
0: The dog's back.
1: The dog's back. <laughs> uh, another common tradition is that she can be heard weeping or wailing. And that sounds like the keening of mourners. And because of the continuous weeping, her eyes were red in color. So Sad. I, I just imagine this pale
0: hello, Percy
1: woman with long unbound hair, wearing nothing but white, and her eyes are a blood red, like a bright blood red. Hmm. You That's know, except terrifying. For the, except
0: for the red eyes, you know what I picture? What? You ever seen uh, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost? Yes. The ghost from that.
1: Oh my lord.
0: Sarah Bancroft, or whatever her name was. Oh my goodness. I like Scooby-Doo, okay?
1: (laughs) Uh, Anything else on the Banshee? I mean, I just kind of wrote down some key things about the Banshee. There's not really any specialty or anything that I wanted to talk about. This is just talking about the scary side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now elves. So the elf was derived from Teutonic origin. Uh, do I know what that is? No, I do not. I, does um, that have
0: something to do with what I was talking about? The, I think so. Uh The... Uh... Oh my god, I have so many notes.
1: Percy, lay down. Oh, she just found the folktale pages.
0: What was I looking for?
1: I t- uh, teutonic. Oh,
0: the t- oh no. Tuatha de...
1: The Irish thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not what I'm talking about. Uh, description of the elves varied from author to author and from one period to another. The elves were introduced into the Celtic folklore in the later traditions. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is up on my shoulder now. Come on, buddy. Good boy. Uh... According to the Norse myths, there are two groups of tribes of elves. Out, get him off me! He's clawing my back. There we go. Uh, the light elves, known as Ijasalfur, uh, <laughs> All I know is they lived in Alfheim, which we've talked about in the Norse uh, creation, and yeah, uh, the light elves were seen as fair. The other group of elves were the Dark Elves living sure, in Nidavellir, or Black Elves that lived in the world called Svar- Svartlheim. Svartlheim. Uh, there seemed to be a difference between Dark Elves and Black Elves. Uh, I mean, Here he comes. not really. There wasn't a huge difference between <laughs> the two. And actually, all I found about the Black Elves were j- just that. They lived on Svartlheim. Svartlheim. Although I didn't go, like, digging, digging, because we'll talk about elves in more Norse episodes. Um, the Dark Elves were described with complexion as black as the night, and they were short like the dwarves. The Dark Elves, like the dwarves, were known for their invention and craftsmanship.
0: I'm sorry, the cat being super obnoxious. He's
1: being very needy. Uh, to the Norse tradition, the I, elves I were really spirits know. or minor deities of the woodland or household. So elves were basically servants. <laughs> uh in later Germanic fol- folklore, yes, there is Germanic folklore and I'm loving it. Uh the elves had changed becoming diminutive. There's
0: a lot of German folklore. Krampus?
1: No, I know, but I'm I'm loving all of these different folklore and mythologies from, you know, literally around the world. Um The elves had changed, becoming diminutive in size, like the Celtic counterpart of the fairies. Uh, In this, or wow, it was this tradition as household spirits that the elves were later given in Germanic and Celtic folklore traditions. The closest thing that the Celtic people had to the elves were the Ilil from the Welsh tradition. So cool. I love this. (laughs) Uh, They were short or tiny and can be seen as benevolent if pleased. So they would care for the house, doing chores in the night. Uh, if they were offended, they could become malevolent, disrupting the household by breaking dishes, spilling milk, keeping the occupants awake at night with their noises, and chasing away livestock. So basically- Buttheads. Yeah, buttheads. Uh, <laughs> elves were either super nice if you like attended to their every need, or they would make your life a living hell. Yeah. Now, last but not least, there are goblins. Uh, Just like the names fairy and elf, goblin has different meanings and different usage for different people. Only several creatures are seen as goblins in Celtic folklore, but goblin is probably not the right description. I mean, I could call anybody a goblin, but it wouldn't mean they're actually a goblin. Uh, Some goblins can appear benevolent, while others, like the elves, are mischievous or malevolent creatures. Uh, In Irish folklore... Four-clore? I'm going to start calling it 4 from four-clore. here on out. Uh, the Dulahan and Killer Khan were considered to be goblins. And so was the Welsh Bugan, or ghost, or hobgoblin.
0: I love the word hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. I love
1: the you, word do hobgoblin. Do you know how creepy it is at two o'clock in the morning to research what a Bugan is and see nasty pictures of hobgoblins? It is terrifying. I... Ugh. I couldn't sleep last night. Uh, in an Irish myth about Fien Mac Cumhaill, I talked about him in a previous episode. Can't remember which one. <laughs> Thank you. I almost just knock down my drink. Uh, there is Island Mac Midgna, better known as Island the Burner, who was considered to be a goblin. On some high eve, Island would come playing his harp, whose melody would put everyone to sleep, where he could cause part of destruction of Tara. There was no description of what he looked like.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So that's basically a goblin. I mean, mischievous, nasty. Yeah, I mean, I
0: feel like we're definitely gonna do more episodes and get into deeper stories of these. And as you can see, I mean, these do have places in other in mythologies around the world. So I mean, as we discuss these other mythologies. These will definitely come back. We just wanted to... I just wanted to take a break from gods for a minute. Oh, yeah. I had so much fun with this. Me too. Um. So, I think that's everything that Everything you had?
1: Yeah, that's everything that I wrote down.
0: So, I just want to talk really quick. I started a mythology and rights class at my community college that I'm going to, and I'm loving it so much. It is so much fun. Um. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so (laughs) look for more minisodes on Patreon, which you can find us at Mythology Breakdown on Patreon. You can find us on TikTok at
1: Mythology Breakdown.
0: No, it's not. It's Mythology (laughs) underscore Breakdown underscore pod. I don't
1: know these things. I don't have access to the TikTok. You do.
0: (laughs) Um, Instagram, you can find us at Mythology Breakdown pod. Facebook, you can find us at Mythology Breakdown the Podcast. Yes. And coming soon. You can soon... email us. Oh, yeah. Email please. us <laughs> at Mythology Breakdown Pod at gmail.com. You can find um, a couple of cool t shirts at.
1: Uh, It's my Streamlabs merchandise store. It's under Night Scrubs, K N I G H T. S C R U B B Z.
0: Yes, and hopefully coming soon, we will have a website and a better merch store coming towards you with some <laughs> more options. We want to get some stickers. I want to get some buttons. I love me some buttons. Um,
1: I'm still also trying to get sponsored. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where G Fuel sponsor us?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried G Fuel and I tried Logitech, and neither Not one of yet. those went through, unfortunately.
0: So, um, remember to like and subscribe. Hopefully we'll have YouTube coming back to you soon at Mythology Breakdown. I sure hope so. Did you see our awesome new logo? Tony made that logo. It looks so good. I made that logo. I'm so excited about that logo. Yeah, I
1: literally bought an app. Yes, I bought the app I on know, my it's phone. Whack. So I could make logos and
0: i'm so sorry guys
1: <laughs> you know one of these days cece's gonna have a tick where she puts out her arm and puts her fingers like the tiktok meme and like on her uh the inside of her elbow and she's just gonna yell sheesh and it's gonna be hilarious
0: what i don't even know what you're talking about oh i'm gonna
1: have to show cece that
0: oh boy oh <laughs> okay
1: all right well so, that seems to be it for the day i think
0: that's everything yeah um
1: we don't really have a Solid plan on what we're going to talk about next week. We
0: really don't. Um, unfortunately, we both have to have regular human jobs. And right now, we're never home at the same time. Like, we're literally recording this right before I go to work.
1: Uh huh. She has an hour and a half before she has to go to work. And yes. we just busted this thing out in, like, an hour and a half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not including research, but just yeah. recording-wise. Oh, yeah. Um, So... We will be hopefully outlining and getting some more episodes recorded when we have time. So things might be a little weird for a while. We'll still have new episodes every Tuesday. We just probably won't have a game plan at first for what they're going to be. No, the
1: episodes will probably be a little bit shorter like this one. I mean, we just hit 45 minutes and I still have to edit. and cut it. yeah.
0: So, I mean, just bear with us. Um, It's summertime where we are. um, I'm a line cook for a living, and the restaurant that I work at gets really busy in the summer times. Like, really busy. I'm talking, I get there at noon, and I don't stop cooking until I leave at nine. Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy. So just bear with us over these next couple of months as we kind of, you know which is why we wanted to establish this routine while it was slow um and we just want to show how much we appreciate you guys yeah just thank you guys so much it's so nice to be able to check and be like you have this many followers and you have i think we have four reviews on apple podcasts yeah, i, yeah, I haven't starts, checked it in a makes while me happy yeah um
1: we have 42 followers on our uh Spotify which is I mean it breakdown. just it just
0: makes me so happy. We're small but we're small but mighty. Oh yeah. And um so yeah, I think that's all we got for today. So, um until next time I've been Cece
1: and I've been Tony.
0: Have a good night.